Welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show, where wealth includes much more than just money. It includes family, fitness, romance, and all the other parts of a balanced life. Listen and learn how 70% of the millionaires in America made their money using real estate. Now your host, real estate investor and consultant, Steve Davis. Good afternoon and welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where as always we're here together working to improve our financial IQ. Total Wealth Academy is an education and coaching program for people who want to learn how to use real estate to build a second stream of income. This seems to be the only business model that's really working in America. The strategy of trying to save your way to retirement is very, very difficult to have $10,000 a month in retirement income, you've got to save $3 million. So that's very difficult for most people to do. Whereas to have $10,000 a month in passive income, you can sometimes do that with as little as six hundred grand, And that's a major difference in people's lives. You don't even have to have the six hundred grand to get started. Uh, we had one passive investor named Luis. He started with a hundred grand, and as we did the refinances, he took the profit, bought another passive investment. When that one refinanced, he took the profit and bought another passive investment. Until ten years later, he's got about one point seven million in equity and about one hundred and twenty thousand a year in passive income. So. You don't have to have the 600 yourself. Now, if you're sitting there going, wait a second, Steve, I've got 600 sitting in 401k, IRA, cash in the stock market or something like that, you could literally retire yourself in a couple of years. Or if that's your goal, probably better to say you could get yourself up to the equivalent of $10,000 a month in just a couple of years. I want to talk today about being in contact with the right people and how important it is to work with people who understand what you're doing as you're building wealth for yourself and your family with real estate. It's a story. I'm going to leave it anonymous. Um, but this is a member of Total Wealth Academy. And what she did is she went to the Small Business Administration, SBA, to get some business funding for her uh, realty business. And the SBA lender didn't like her passive income, didn't understand it, didn't want to include it. They are incompetent. There's no other word for it. Um, this woman last year bought and rehabbed nine single-family rental houses in 2022. Nine houses in one year. All while running her realty company. Which, at the same time, it appears she increased her sales at her realty company by 25% all in 2022. So she picked up nine single-family houses 
increased her business by 25%. And she says, look, you cannot make this stuff up. We work our tails off to set up passive income that does not require our daily involvement. And the lenders keep moving the cheese. See, I always thought, as she did, that the more income you make, the more likely someone will loan you money. And that's how it's supposed to work. But the Small Business Administration, even though she increased her income dramatically, let's say those single-family houses are $400 a month cash flow, she increased What's four times nine? Eighteen thirty. She increased her income by $3,600 a month. And they still don't want to give her a loan because they don't understand it. These people are incompetent. They're ignorant of passive income. They don't understand it. And does it make sense when I say this is because the rich teach their kids differently than the poor and middle class? Because you can bet that that loan officer is probably middle class. Doesn't even know what passive income is. Whereas the wealthy teach their kids about passive income. I taught my kids at age eight. So you're dealing with people, if you don't go to the right banks, you're going to be dealing with people who are ignorant of your wealth building strategy and they won't be able to help you. Whereas if you were a member of Total Wealth Academy, you'd be dealing with our lenders and this lady's going to have to deal with one of our lenders because our lenders understand passive income. In fact, many of our lenders are passive investors themselves. The owners of these mortgage companies are passive investors themselves. So when you go in and you show your balance sheet and you show your credit report and you show them where your money's coming from and it's all coming from passive income, they're perfectly fine with it. They're going to give you a loan because they, they understand it. One example, a guy just recently excuse me, came up, and I've seen this happen before, came, came up to me and goes, man, my bank told me I could only have four rent properties. And I explained to him, you know, hey, that's that, that particular bank's rule. There's other banks where they don't have a limit. He didn't, the lender, now you've got to understand this, this is an employee of Wells Fargo didn't even know that Fannie Mae allows you to have 10 loans. One for your personal residence and nine rent properties. The government, in other words, the government set it up so that you can invest with the best loan out there, the Fannie Mae loan, in nine rent properties. Now this is the Wells Fargo employee, the professional you go to. The, the person with the title. I'm a loan processor. I'm a loan officer. Yeah, and you don't know jack about loans. 
you've got to be communicating with the right people or you're going to get the wrong answer and they're going to paralyze you, stop you from moving forward. And if you believe them, they'll paralyze you forever. You know, this guy had told me that until he heard my radio show, he wasn't going to look for any more rent properties because his bank told him you can only have four. And this is, happens all the time. All the time. Misinformation. So the lesson I think that this member, what she wants me to get across on the radio is you've got to be talking to qualified people. You really do. It's the same example of when I tell you don't talk to the guy who's 50 pounds overweight about losing weight. You don't talk to the gal who's been divorced four times about marriage. You have to talk to qualified people. And SBA, Wells Fargo, Chase, all these big banks are not qualified to help real estate investors. Now, does that change when you reach the commercial level? Maybe. We don't use any of those banks even at the commercial level. But maybe they're commercial lenders no more. But I'm not going to take that risk. Not when I know there's mortgage companies that do nothing but commercial loans. So I know they understand commercial loans. I know they understand passive income. And I'm going to be able to get the loans that I need to build my portfolio and to continue to grow financially. So thank you, Anonymous, for this email. Very exciting that you bought nine houses in one year. That's uh, may not be the most I've ever seen, but it's way up there, probably in the top five. All right, this is the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis. Thanks for listening. There's an old joke. When is the best time to buy real estate? 20 years ago. When is the second best time? Today. And that is truer than ever with the impending recession and the correction that is going on right now. Real estate investors are going to make millions of dollars over the next few years because of the recession. You should take advantage of it as well. To find out how, attend our free sample class at TotalWealthAcademy.com. TotalWealthAcademy.com. Just click on the free sample class button. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis. I want to talk about uh, a subject that can get really deep really fast, and it's hope and faith. But I want to take a, try to take a more relaxed approach to hope and faith because they are really natural parts of everyday life. Every day we act with faith. Every day we act with hope. But some people, you know, people really 40 plus, right? People 40 plus, I think, are questioning their lives. At least anyone 
of average intelligence or above. They're going, look, I've worked 20 years, 40, 50, 60 hours a week. I'm not in the financial position that I want to be in. And they begin to lose hope. It's like, what am I doing wrong? I'm doing everything I was told. I went and got a college degree. I'm working at a good company. I'm working hard for the company. I'm loyal to the company. They're doing everything they were told to do. But they're still not getting into the financial position that they want to be in. And they start to lose hope. And I want to make everyone listening to this radio show understand that there is hope. There is hope. But hope without faith is almost useless. It's like, you know, <laughs> I hope I work out four times a week and lose this 50 pounds. Well, that's cool. Um, but you better have the faith to get off your butt, go to the gym, and start working out. You better have the faith that reducing your caloric intake will reduce your fat content, increase your lifespan, and so on. Martin Luther King said it this way. He said, faith is taking the first step when you don't see the whole staircase. Faith is taking the first step when you don't see the whole staircase. And when you take that first step, you then see the second step. When you take the second step, you see the third step and the fourth and it just it goes like that but every step is an act of faith take someone who comes in here joins total wealth academy and takes the courses to become a passive investor does it make sense when i say that their first passive investment is a complete act of faith they don't know it works yet. They're taking my word for it, the word of other passive investors. They're taking the word of the sponsor. But that's all faith. And they take that first step. Well, really, it's a series. I don't know. We'll say there's 10 steps from where you're at right now to where you need to be a passive excuse me, sorry about that, to where you need to be as a passive investor. There's 10 steps, we'll say. If you hadn't taken that first step, you would have never even gotten to that point. And you could break it down to, I'm constantly inviting every one of you to come to our free sample class. That is an act of faith. You're saying, okay, I've listened to Steve for six weeks, a year, two years. I'm going to take an act of faith, and I'm going to go see this free sample class. You don't know it's going to help you. You're hoping it will help you. And by having faith, you're able to take that step. 
But do you know what our free workshop does? It shines a light on the staircase. It shows you the next steps that you'll have to take if you want to be a successful real estate investor, whether it's semi-passive with single family or completely passive in commercial, or maybe you want to do your own commercial deal all by yourself, known as an IRO, independent real estate owner. But if you don't take that first act of faith and put your foot up on that first step, you're never going to see the rest of the staircase. I read a quote this morning where, and doggone it, I meant to bring it with me, but it basically said this, every day hope is a part of your life. You work hard hoping that you're going to get a certain result from your hard work. And with hope, you work hard trying to do the right things. And it's kind of like you're in the dark. You don't know if it's going to work. It's all hope and faith. But you give it that shot and the next thing you know there is a light at the end of the tunnel and all of a sudden you can see the entire staircase and then it all makes sense and you're able to do it quicker and more effectively one of the toughest things that we do here at Total Wealth is get a person to do their first deal I have spent this is an exception to the rule. Very rare that this occurs. But I have spent as many as 10 consulting hours with one family to get them to do their first deal. The wonderful side of the story is the next time I saw them, I believe they were at 30 houses. So 10 hours of training, 10 hours of consulting to get their first deal, zero hours of consulting to get the other 29. The first one is the hardest because it's all about hope and faith. But hope and faith are tremendously important for you to have because if you lose hope, chances are you'll die. You've got to have hope. But then you have to back that hope up with faith and take the first step. And again, when a person listens to my radio show, listens to the podcast, they come in, they take the free workshop, they're taking that first step of faith. And then it's our job at Total Wealth to show them the rest of the staircase so that they can keep taking step after step after step after step. When I consult, I call it marching orders. When a person enrolls and hires me to consult them, the first thing I do is shine a light 
on the steps, on the staircase, in the form of an email that has a list of marching orders, the action steps that they've got to take to reach the point where they can safely and effectively and even legally invest passively in these commercial deals. So I want everyone, especially the people who are 40 plus, who are starting to go, you know, say things like, I've worked for 20 years, I've worked for 25 years, I've worked for 30 years, I'm not in the financial position I want to be in. I know if I keep doing the same thing, I'll never get in the financial position I want to be in. And you lose hope. Don't do that. Just realize you have to change what you're doing if you want a different result and there's companies like Total Wealth Academy that can help you do that. So take that leap of faith, that first step, come to our free workshop and check it out. This is the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host Steve Davis. Thanks for listening. market was never designed to build wealth. It was designed to keep up with inflation. The average rate of return over the last 75 years is about 7%. You'll get that even with the ups and downs. If you want a higher rate of return and less volatility, consider real estate. We make about three times as much as the stock market. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That is TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, and what I want to do now is talk about um, two different concepts. One is why we procrastinate, and the second one is cost of inaction. And I've done this on a couple of radio shows, but this, um, hold on, let me find out her name. This lady wants me to do it again, Janice. Janice wants me to do it again, so I'm going to do it, but I want you to understand that this material is based loosely off of a guy named Tim Urban. Tim Urban. If you go to YouTube when you get home, type in Tim Urban, procrastination. He did a TED Talk on procrastination that is, without a doubt, hysterical. And it is so funny that it makes you remember it. It's a very, very powerful 15 minutes. But you will come away with that, from that, with several takeaways, including the ability to get yourself to stop procrastinating. So the way he describes our minds is that when you're talking about procrastination, there are three creatures in your head. Three creatures in your head. There's the rational thinker. There's the instantaneous gratification monkey. And there's the panic monster. And first off, you want to ask yourself, who's your best friend out of those three? 
most people would say it's the rational thinker, but it's actually not. It's the panic monster. The panic monster is your best friend. I'll explain why. Now, most people figure this one out. Who's your worst enemy? That's easy. The instantaneous gratification monkey. But here's what happens. Let's say that you have a project due in 30 days. You've got to write a report. This could occur in high school, college, or at work. You got 30 days to produce a report for your teacher, professor, or boss. What does the rational thinker say? We all do this. We go, hmm, I got 30 days. I'll do a little work each day and I'll get it done early. So it's the fifth day, right? You say, honey, I'm going to go work on my project. And you begin to walk through the living room. But on the TV is your favorite football team. And they are killing it. They're winning the game. They're playing incredibly well. It's just super exciting. Well, who wakes up when you see that TV is a, the little guy instantaneous gratification monkey and what the instantaneous gratification monkey understands is that humans all humans are addicted to dopamine we love it it's the feel-good drug that your body releases naturally and it's good for you if you don't know what dopamine feels like Think about the last time you made love. That's dopamine. But so is putting a post on Facebook and somebody likes it or 10 people like it. Guess what that does? Releases dopamine. That's why so many of you spend hours and hours a day wasted on social media because you are addicted to dopamine. football. Did you know that if you're watching a football game and your favorite quarterback throws a touchdown pass and you jump out of your chair, guess what that is? Dopamine. See, that monkey knows how to manipulate your dopamine. So as you're walking towards your office to get to work on your project early, that little monkey starts releasing dopamine. And you go, hmm, I can go do this report or I can watch the football game and get dopamine. I think I'll watch the football game. So you sit down and you watch the rest of the game and you never make it to your office to start working on your report. Now it's 15 days later and you say, man, your rational thinker says, you better get to work. Better get to work. You say, honey, I'm going to go work on my report. And she steps out of the bedroom in lingerie. Are you going to go work on your report? No. You want that dopamine. So <laughs> it's the 15th day. You still haven't started work. Then it rolls around to the 27th day. You have 30 days. 
It's the 27th day. Who wakes up? Your best friend. The panic monster. And the panic monster starts whispering things into your ear like, you're going to fail your class if you don't get this report done. You're going to get fired if you don't get this report done in the next three days. And amazingly, the report you couldn't get done in 27 days, you're able to get done in three days. And you pass the course. You make your boss happy. You did it. But without the panic monster, you never would have done it. You hear me preach constantly to write down your goals. And when I teach you how to write down your goals, I also teach you to give yourself what? A deadline. Why do I stress a deadline on your goals? Because that's the only thing that will get the panic monster on your team. Otherwise, the instantaneous gratification monkey will just keep delaying, keep delaying, keep delaying until the next thing you know, you're 70, you have no passive income, you have no savings, and it's almost too late. See, here's the challenge. If I've done my job, you recognize that it's a deadline that gets you to take action. Ask yourself this question. What's the deadline for getting wealthy? Think about it deeply. It's hard to come up with one, isn't it? In fact, it's dang near impossible. See, to get wealthy, you actually have to make up a deadline to get the panic monster on your team. When I was 27 and they came in and cut my pay, I had this weird idea that 30 was old, that you had to be wealthy by 30. Now, is there any truth to that? No. But it didn't matter. I believed it. I thought it was true. And therefore, I acted as if it was true. So, between 27 and 30... I learned enough about real estate investing so that by age 30, I no longer had to have a job. I was financially independent. I wasn't rich, but I was financially independent. I thought I was rich because I didn't have to work. And I still had plenty of, I was making more money than when I was working. So to me, I was rich. I could spend time with my wife, rebuild my marriage. We had a baby had just well, I guess he was about a year old by then, maybe two years. I was able to spend time with my children so that I raised them, not somebody else. Man, I consider myself rich. So I basically retired for about a six-month period. But if I had not had a deadline, age 30, do you think I would have ever achieved that? The answer is no. Without a deadline, you are highly unlikely to ever 
achieve your goals ever if you want to know how powerful a deadline is I want you to think back to the week before your last vacation you're leaving for a cruise you're going to Mexico you're going to Europe in seven days what do you do during those seven days I'll tell you twice as much work as you did the previous seven days why because you have a deadline you say man I gotta finish all these reports I've got to change the oil in the car I've got to clean the RV whatever it is that's necessary to go on that vacation amazingly you get it done in one week and I would be willing to bet a lot of money that you wrote down a list you wrote down a list what is that it's a set of goals you may not have a set of goals written down for your life but for that week you had a written set of goals get the oil change check the tires clean the RV whatever it was that you had to get done before you could take that vacation amazingly you got it done in that one week is this making sense the joke is that most people do two to three times the amount of work the week before a vacation as they normally do two to three times as much because you've got a deadline and in most cases a set of written goals that's what makes it happen and it's the same thing imagine if you had a deadline and you said Steve I have to be financially independent in five years you write it down then you and I write down all the action steps that you're gonna to have to take to do that and you begin taking those steps one by one you're gonna hit that goal or you might goof up and instead of being financially independent in five years it's seven years because you goofed up but if you don't write down your goals and give yourself a deadline it won't be seven years it'll be 40 years 45 years and it's too late so we got to go to break when we come back from the break I'm gonna tell you the cost of procrastination now that you understand why you're procrastinating let's analyze the cost of procrastination a thing called COI cost of inaction this is the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I'm your host, Steve Davis. Thanks for listening. There's an old joke. 
When is the best time to buy real estate? 20 years ago. When is the second best time? Today. And that is truer than ever with the impending recession and the correction that is going on right now. Real estate investors are going to make millions of dollars over the next few years because of the recession. You should take advantage of it as well. To find out how, attend our free sample class at TotalWealthAcademy.com. TotalWealthAcademy.com. Just click on the free sample class button. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, and now we're about to talk about, well, we just finished talking about why people procrastinate. There are many, 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 many reasons. Uh, one of them being fear. They're just afraid to take action because they have a fear of failure. But the one we discussed was dopamine and the instantaneous gratification monkey and the fact that there are so many fun things that we want to do that we just don't get around to doing what we really know we need to do until the panic monster wakes up. So let's talk about the cost of inaction. And let's say that you've listened to me for two years on the radio, two years, and you've taken no action. What did that cost you? Well, let's say that at the end of the second year, you come in, you join up Total Wealth Academy, and the first year, you make 20 grand extra. Not that much, right? But it's your first year, you didn't know what you were doing, you were just kind of acting on faith and courage and forcing yourself, but you do one deal and you make 20 grand. The second year, you feel a little more confident, and you bust your butt, and do two deals and make $40,000. Most people would say this, by procrastinating for two years, you lost $60,000. They think that it comes off the front, the 20000 the first year and the 40000 the second year, a total of $60,000, that's all you lost. You lost $60,000 by procrastinating for two years. Wrong. Let's look at that same person. The first year, they made 20000 The second year, they made an extra 40000 But by the 10th year, they're making $100,000 a year. By the 15th year, they're making $500,000 a year. By the 20th year, they're making a million dollars a year. When you procrastinate, you don't lose two years at the beginning. You lose two years at the end. You lose two years of your earning ability by procrastinating for two years. So if at the end of your real estate career you're making a million a year, you lost two million dollars by procrastinating for two years. Does that make sense? You lose the later years 
not the first two years. I hope this makes sense. Because your cost of inaction is 10, 20, 100 times more than you think it is. See, when I ask people at the end of a year, and I say, are you in a better financial position than you were a year ago? You know what people don't consider? A year of their earning ability is gone. So if you're in the same financial position that you were a year ago, you're actually in a worse financial position because you've lost another year of your earning ability. See, time is the big asset. And it's so finite. I mean, it's 75 years average. Only 1% of Americans live past 80. You got 75 years. That's not even a blink of an eye when you really think about it. Not even the blink of an eye. The cost of inaction, the cost of procrastination is 10, 100, maybe even more times as much as you think. That's why it's so important to write down your goals, set a deadline for each one. That's the first thing I do with people that consult with me is in that consultation, not everyone, but just about, I'd say 80%, we set a deadline. I say, look, you've got 200,000. It's going to take you 10 years to completely retire. You've got 400,000 might only take you five years. You got 800,000, you could probably retire yourself in two years. So we set a deadline. And then all of the action steps that the people take after that are based off of that deadline and having the panic monster on your team. That panic monster is your buddy. He's the one that gets you to take action. Uh, I just thought of a silly analogy. Um, I don't think I can use it. Uh, it doesn't work perfect, so I'm not going to use it. But there's all kinds of things in life that because you had a deadline, you took action. If the deadline had not been there, you never would have taken action. You know, I, I think I can use this one. Have you ever seen a beautiful girl? And you want to ask her out. I mean, she is, she fits your goals, your desires for a woman perfectly. Drop dead gorgeous. She's smart. She's funny. Just knockout. Triple threat. You're at a party. She's a guest at the party. You're never going to see her again. You're never going to see her again. 
guess who wakes up? The panic monster. <laughs> and the panic monster says, you better approach this girl tonight or you're never going to see her again. Now, I know this may apply mostly to males, but it's the truth. There were many times when I would be out, and that was burning in the back of my head. I go, if I don't ask her out tonight, I'm scared to death, I'm nervous, I'm shy, but if I don't ask her out tonight, I may never see her again. And then I got the courage to do it because the panic monster was on my team. But it's like that every day of your life, every single day of your life. You want that panic monster on your team. Make sure that when you write your goals down, that you put a deadline on every single one of them and get that guy on your team. By the way, if you have not written down your goals this year, I have a free goal-setting class that is a lot of fun. You just go to TotalWealthAcademy.com forward slash goal setting. TotalWealthAcademy.com forward slash goal setting. It's about an hour and 15, hour and 20 minutes and comes with a workbook. And you'll hit all eight parts of a balanced life. If you finish that workshop, you'll have goals written down for your family, your romantic relationship, your fitness, your nutrition, your charity, your spirituality, um, your career, and your wealth. All eight parts of a balanced life. And it's free, member or non-member. Anybody listening to this show that does not have their goals written down, does not have a deadline, get that knocked out. It's TotalWealthAcademy.com forward slash goal setting. TotalWealthAcademy.com forward slash goal setting. Okay, I think we're at the end of the show. So the takeaway here is recognize that part of your procrastination problem, a big part of it, is the instantaneous gratification monkey. And then be aware that the cost of inaction, the cost of procrastination, takes millions of dollars out of your pocket. All right. Thanks a lot for listening. Have a great rest of your day. You've been listening to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Please remember that this show is for entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investing advice. Always get a professional opinion before making any investment decisions. To find out more about coaching and consulting at Total Wealth Academy, visit TotalWealthAcademy.com and attend one of our free sample classes on real estate investing. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.